Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome back to the Marvel Universe. We've covered from the Platinum Age to the Bronze Age. And uh, what we were trying to get to this entire time was to talk about Venom and the symbiotes or the Kiltar. Um, and uh, Aaron is our expert today. Joe's our know-nothing, and I'm the amateur. Um, so we were going to get into the origins of Venom. Um, Aaron, I'm not sure where you want to start. Are you starting with Noel or are you starting with the debut, the comic that came out in 1984, The Secret Wars and the Alien? 1984, you know how we do. Okay, well, uh, I would like to go over the history before we get to that one. But if you want to start with that debut, I understand. Go for it. All right. So, who are the symbiotes? Where do they come from? Who created them? The individual that created them is an immortal being called Noel, the eldritch god of darkness. When, when, when you said the person who created them, I thought you were going to talk about the the, the, the artist and the writer who came up with the idea. Oh, not the, <laughs> the artist. <laughs> the, the artist formerly known as Noel. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, no, no, this is a uh, uh, entity in the Marvel Universe created between the sixth and the seventh reiteration of the universe. So, uh, so this is actually really confusing <laughs> because down. I am so lost. Right so, now. we're going to recap real quick. So, the symbiotes, because there's more than just Venom, yep. were created. Um, in, well, initially they they had Venom come first as like the writers created him, right? Mm-hmm. In the universe to kind of test the waters and you know see if okay. he was a likable character. So 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 he's just so he's just like Spider Man in the beginning, right? He's like an evil Spider Man. No, uh, we're gonna put a pin in that. He is a symbiote. So okay, he so he is, starts as a symbiote. He's a pile of goo. Yeah. Okay, so he he did start as a pilot. Girl. You ever seen Flan? Like, put like black ink in that. <laughs> that's what. That's what, you know that Mexican okay. dish. That's, okay, so that's so what he looks is, like. So they came up for this intelligent slime mold, and yeah, yeah, we're gonna get back to that. But basically, he came first. He was introduced in '84. Uh, Define he comes first. There's other symbiotes, right? Okay, okay. So Venom's the first. He's the symbiote. first one we interact. And, and so the 
uh, new 52 universe of Marvel, the comics. It was basically a reset. I'm putting in quotes. It's when the, basically they reset a lot of the characters. And when they did that, uh, Noel, the God, uh, they they wrote into Canon that Noel created these. So in 84, Noel technically doesn't exist. Okay. So hang on. Let me, let me, let me see if I understand this. So, they're kicking around and be like, we need some new superheroes. What do you guys got? Be like, hey, there's a puddle of black mold in the corner. What if we yeah. did that? So, and that yes. becomes Venom. <laughs> no, no, no. It's better than that because how he is actually introduced is <laughs> Spider-Man is fighting with – so it's Secret Wars. So this is 84. This is when there's teams. So he's like – This is a big mashup uh, yeah. saga going They're on. fighting the Beholder, I think is what he's called. Big, big bad evil guy. Okay. Is who he is, whoever it is. Fighting- you guys are jumping way ahead of me again. So, so they turn Black Mold into a superhero, right? Okay, we're, we're not there yet. I'm, I'm giving you a basis. So, okay. the original Avengers are fighting off planet. Okay. Right? And so, when they're fighting off planet, their, their outfits, their costumes get tattered. Right. And so, Thor walks out of this room with like a completely nice you know, cape completely redone, all this nice stuff. And he's like, there's a costume fixer machine in there. Just go in there and think of what you need and it'll fix it for you. Super cool. Spider-Man goes in there and goes to the wrong machine. Out plops this goop, right? It actually tries to attach himself to uh, Deadpool first, but it's a bad match. Again, that was rewritten later. Oh, really? (laughs) All of that is true, and all of that is awesome information. The problem is that wasn't – like, Deadpool wasn't even a big, big deal like Spider-Man at that point. So that – they talk about how he initially – we'll talk about that later. (laughs) It's too confusing. So basically, it attaches to Spider-Man, and he's like, holy crap, this suit is black and awesome, and it filled in and repaired my old suit. but like. It's not what I thought of. I thought I'd get my old suit. So that's kind of weird. And that's kind of what happened. And then he goes back to Earth and he has this black suit. Okay. So this that's the very beginning of Venom. Spider-Man that is the very beginning. And is, he's referred to as the alien costume. Okay. The alien costume. Okay. Which, this, if you think about it, is so cool. Like, when is the last time they took one of your favorite characters and shook him up like that? Just like he comes <laughs> back in a completely black outfit, completely different. And as they do, like, writings with Venom, he kind of pulls at some of the uh, emotional core, like evil parts or negative parts of Peter Parker or Spider-Man. Right. I remember... So the movie Venom came out a while ago. I know, I know the second version just came out. But... That that was like totally different. Like what I remembered from a kid was like Venom, like was part of Spider Man initially. Like there was like an evil side of him that would come out, mm-hmm. which was Venom because it had poisoned his mind. Yes. So what's interesting about that is they did not fully bond, right? Venom bonded to Spider Man. He did not bond back. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like like when. You go to the bank and they give you money. You don't give them money back. That's a terrible <laughs> analogy. It's not like that. <laughs> Anyways. It's like uh, when you so, go to the store to buy food and you give them money, but they don't give you food back. Yes, it's like that. <laughs> I, I agree to this. 
and you were supposed to give me what I asked for, but you didn't. Yeah. Uh, so that is why when Venom bonds with other people, he looks bigger. He has teeth. He's that, that the tongue. He's freaky because they fully bond. They created something else. That's mm. true synergy, right? Okay. So. Okay. So, so Spider-Man doesn't fully bond with Venom. So we get this conflict playing out in the early stories we're not to know yet right no we're not to know till i think that's late late 90s if not early 2000s okay so keep keep walking me through it but noel is freaking awesome and i'm so glad you brought him up (laughs) because we're gonna talk about uh the guardians of the cosmos one day eli Uh yeah yeah we will and anyone who knows what that means is going to be excited joe it's just irritated because he doesn't know what that means. <laughs> so I don't believe he takes on the name Venom until he uh, is rejected from Peter Parker and uh, rejected via sound. He uses a giant church bell to uh, shock him out of his system. Um, and uh, wait, 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 go over that again. I'm a little lost there. Sorry. So, so well, 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 a couple things real quick, just, so Spider-Man has this new suit and he's living the dream. It's freaking awesome. It responds to his thoughts. He gets home. Like there's a comic panel where he gets back and he's like, Ooh, I'm tired. And hit the costume immediately changes back into his clothes. He's like, dang, it knew I was thinking about changing. And it did that instantly. That's crazy. And so this, the symbiote is trying to bond with him and he doesn't want it to. And so what it ends up doing is when Spider-Man or when Peter Parker sleeps, the symbiote will wake up and go cry, fight crime, but uh, in its own way. And so it does it in a darker tone. Yes. Okay. So this is, yeah, th- that's filling in some blanks from like my early exposure to Venom. Cause I was like, sometimes he fights crime. Sometimes he fights with Peter. I don't know what's going on. Now it's starting to make sense. Okay. Yes. So, this- so loop back. Now you see all of that happening. And then spider real Spider-Man realizes this is happening. Obviously he confronts it and it gets worse. So this is where, uh, what Eli is talking about is so important. Eli. Uh, do I get to talk about Noel now? No, you're going to talk about oh. the bell and the symbiote. Oh, right. Right. So, um, he, he checks in with Mr. Fantastic, um, and Mr. Fantastic tests it and is like, Oh, this is a symbiote. This thing's going to kill you. And that is when he's like, oh, no, I have to do something about this. Uh, they figure out that it's sensitive to sound waves. And so Peter Parker goes to the top of a church tower, rings the bell, and the symbiote is shaken from him. And Okay. The, the fight's cooler than that, but that, so, those so, are the bullet I mean, points so of what is, happens. This is the moment when... He's, he's no longer fighting Venom within himself. He's now fighting Venom outside himself, yes. right? So he fights Venom inside himself for a long period of time, not knowing it's Venom and not even knowing that it's a symbiote or anything. He just thinks it's him, right? right. So he has these, and again, we, we're going back to why I love Spider-Man so much. He He has these internal struggles that he didn't even know were buried about, well, maybe if I just killed people, they, you know, we wouldn't have to deal with all this fiasco of them getting out like all those hard questions that heroes have to ask themselves and venom is amplifying those because symbiotes amplify emotions and so 
that's that that's the struggle he's having before. And then when he talks to B. Richards, the leader of the Fantastic Four, that happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it is Spider-Man believes that the creature is destroyed after this, but it is not. It is now going to bond himself with. Well, back up, back up. Before you do the bond, this this is this is historic like excitement, guys. So <laughs> they, everyone, not Spider-Man, but fans thought that he died. Right mm-hmm. at that time period, everyone thought Venom died. Okay. And so what they did, Venom was so he he comes in at 84 and he dies somewhere or he dies somewhere after that. And then he's I don't know exactly when that fight took place. Do you remember? When the um, fight at the bell tower was what that year was, or is that uh, it, it's month? it's just the next year. It's the it's alien 85? costume saga. Okay, right. And so it's so around the 85. end of the alien costume saga is when that bell gets rung. And then, so what ends up happening is wait before you go into what happens next. Let's take a break. Perfect timing. Okay, so we have been mentioning at the end of our episodes recently about the treasure room, how, as Aaron likes to describe it, in the floor we go deep into things, but in the treasure room we kind of go wide. And we wanted to give people who have never been in the treasure room a a little bit of a sample. So going forward, we'll probably be uh, putting in little bits and pieces here. So here is a small clip uh, from the treasure room. We hope you enjoy it and are interested in uh, learning more in there. So anyway, so Gotham, I came across this as really interesting. So the, the name of a city, Gotham, was originally used by writers in like the 1700s as a parody for London so they wouldn't get charged with treason, right? By saying bad uh-huh. things about the city of London. So they would talk about the city of Gotham. Well, so in the 1800s, This uh, becomes a phrase used by the writer uh, Washington Irving when talking about the city of New York is Gotham. And so that then is the phrase picked up by D.C. when they're using Batman. They say Gotham, but what they mean is New York City. All right, uh, we are back from our break. So we've been talking about Venom. He was a, a hero introduced in 1984. And no, well, sorry, he wasn't was a, a hero. No, he wasn't a hero. He was a goo. Uh, so <laughs> it starts off with Spider-Man being a teenager and not paying attention to any adult who tells him anything and getting his suit fixed by the wrong machine. <laughs> and uh, so from there, we have what Eli calls the alien suit saga, which is... Well, that's what it's called. Yeah. So so Spider-Man essentially fighting with his own suit as it's trying to bond with him and him refusing to bond with it until he is eventually able to break free of the suit, which seems to be the end of Venom, but is not. Yes. Okay. This I would is, say, to put a correction on that, that's the end of the alien costume. Yes, thank yes. you. Because he has, he has not, not been, he's Venom never yet. been Venom. That is very important. Thank you. Ian. Oh, he, but he, he was never like, once, he, he's Spider-Man with a black suit is all he is. Right. That, that's it. His black suit, Spider-Man symbol. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Black suit, white spider. So yeah, I feel like so much of my exposure to early Venom is making so much more sense now. Those, <laughs> I still rewatch those comics and I will till I die because those are really good. Like the growth of the characters is insane. Anyways, this is what was really cool. So Venom was hinted at being back in Web of Spider-Man in 86. So they do different things. You'd see Spider-Man being grabbed and pulled into like a, what's the word? Uh, like a window. Or you'd see him being pushed into in front of a train by like a hand in one panel. And so they just have these hints and you just see him in one panel in you know, every few issues. And then in Spider-Man, uh, what is it? A Spider-Man number 299. Venom is first officially introduced. And this is where you can say Venom is actually born because this is when Todd McFarlane is the artist behind him. And if you don't know that this is really important, Todd McFarlane also created Spawn. Do you know who Spawn looks exactly like? Venom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Spawn was created um in 92, but I just think that's hilarious. So it was four years later. I was but gonna you, say, like they, they really seem almost indecipherable, right? Spawn well, <laughs> if you actually know them at all, you'd be offended by what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Their looks though are very similar. Their characters are very different. Yeah. Yeah. Eli. So this is now when the symbiote bonds with Eddie, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. That, that's right. I okay, so this now. is this is then where the, the movie takes off, right? It's about Eddie Brock. Because I, uh-huh. I remember because I had exposure to early Venom when I was younger. Are you talking about the Sam Raimi one? I'm talking about the movie, the, right? Oh, oh, that movie, Venom. Like yeah. The, yeah. The, okay. the part one of the number two that just came out. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. uh, so then when I go and I see this movie um, and there's the Eddie Brock and I was like, what is even going on? I thought Spider-Man was Venom or fought Venom or something. <laughs> so <laughs> how it was initially, Eddie Brock blamed Spider-Man for every bad thing that happened in his life. He got Spider-Man exposed him for you know telling a bogus story because he told you know this thing and Spider-Man was like, that wasn't true. Like all these different things. He just uses Spider-Man as the reason for all his failures. So he has a lot of animosity and hate for Spider-Man. And as we learned earlier, symbiotes amplify emotions. Yeah. As well as uh, uh, Venom was rejected by Peter Parker. And for him, this is a sacred bond (laughs) that Peter Parker broke. So both of them hate him. Do you know the best part about what you just said was? What? Most fans of like Venom who read the comics now uh-huh. ag- agree that they're in a committed relationship, <laughs> like with each other, because they they've bonded. They're like it's the same as like being in a romantic relationship without the romance. Both hate Spider Man, but like there's more than to that later. But it's just <laughs> they have stuff. bonded. They've done what Venom wanted. That's funny. yeah, yeah. But yes, they did bond over that one first love hate. The goo like reaches out and touches Eddie. He's like, "Hey, you hate Spider Man?" Be like, 
who said that? <laughs> hey, and yeah, and even at the very beginning, uh, the symbiotes did talk. So Venom would talk in his head. Uh, it, I don't know exactly how it works with Spider-Man because they weren't fully bonded. So I think the talking was more just seemed like suggestions. Just mm-hmm. more subliminal. Just passing thoughts. Yeah. Whereas... Not direct conversations. Eddie and uh, Venom would have full-on conversations, and they did it visually very fun. In they did, the they did a movie. good job. The Venom movie did a good job because, like, you want to see a physical thing, when you, and you just have the head pop out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can I can I talk about their origin story now? The, the You're gonna origin. ask Joe. <laughs> so, okay. I think I've got a good grip on it now, right? Okay, so that's Venom. Um, It's bonded with Brock, and and then they have battles over and over again. So at this time, is Eddie Brock like a villain for Spider-Man, or is Eddie Brock a hero? He is a villain for Spider-Man. Here's what I would say. I think we should like touch briefly on the symbiotes and their backstory on this episode, and our next episode, we should dive into them. Ah, uh, okay. Because there is no way we're going to get give those justice. Right, right, right. So we'll have to explain what the Celestials are and, and all that. <laughs> yes, all of that fun stuff where Joe is like nervously writing, <laughs> like frantically writing notes. It's like, Celestials, what's that? So let, 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 let's kind of wrap up with a couple things here then. And then I'll let you kind of do a little pitch for our next episode. So in 93, Venom Lethal Protector uh, came out. So this is where Venom officially becomes a anti-hero. And so what brought this about is in 92, Carnage is first introduced. The only thing, like the only Wait, thing. Okay, now I'm lost. Carnage cake. Who is Carnage? Like, like, yeah. so, like so in my brain, they're asexual, like, right? Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, wait, wait. So, Carnage is another symbiote, right? Yes. So Okay. Okay. So Eddie Brock went to prison and was bonded with, or he went to prison and didn't have Venom, but Venom found him in prison. And when he found him in prison, he basically pooped out another symbiote. That's basically the equivalent from an emotional standpoint of what happens when they give birth to another symbiote because they have no emotional connection to it. It's the equivalent of just excreting. Carnage is a spawned or birth from Venom. Yes, it's just a it's just an excess. And I think they're doing that different than in the movies coming out. I believe there are twelve symbiotes that land. Yeah, they did it differently. Like the we'll we'll have to get into those ones too. That's why I'm just focused on the comics right now. Talking to people the basics. And when we get to the movies, it'll be different. Yeah. Uh, so Carnage, well, Venom, from Venom's standpoint, Carnage is just a piece of poop or whatever, just something mm-hmm. that came out of him. And he didn't even tell Eddie about him because he just meant nothing. The problem is Carnage is now a symbiote that bonds with the nearest person and vibes with his emotions, which this nearest person is called Cletus Cassidy, a psycho murderer whose emotions have now he he is chaotic evil that's what he is yeah and he has just been amplified 
by a symbiote. Yeah, Imagine here's how I would explain. Okay, it. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you're jumping into multiple symbiotes on me, and it feels like that's coming out of left field, right? So yeah. we have so we it's have just venom, who is a symbiote. Yes, and he pooped out carnage. So then he just gives birth to another one, and that's when we get. That's the moment when there's now multiple symbiotes. It's just yes. like okay, carnage is number two. And the reason Carnage is so important is because he is the reason Venom turns from a villain to an anti-hero to a hero. Oh, okay. That is why we're bringing him up at the end of this, because Venom is not just a villain. And I wanted to make sure we covered that. So Carnage is a piece of poop to Venom. Obviously, he's more than that. And he bonds with Cletus Cassidy, who is a psycho murderer, chaotic evil. And this will begin the hero's journey of Venom, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Imagine if the Joker bonded with Venom. What would Venom amplify? Right. That is that is what happened with Carnage. Okay. So to sum up, right. I, and so Venom begins as an infection of Spider-Man's suit. Yes. Right. And he Spider-Man battles in it. This time he doesn't have a name. It's just the alien suit. Right. Costume, he, but yeah. Alien costume. So he just has this 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 both mental and eventually physical battle with the suit until he's able to separate from it. Right. And so at that point, it looks like that is the end of it. But then we bring in Eddie Brock, who was a reporter who, uh, who believes Spider-Man ruined his life and hates him. And he comes in contact with the symbiote. And when they merge, they become venom, the villain. Yes. And eventually uh, just as symbiotes uh, reproduce, he reproduces another symbiote that is terrible and awful in a way that even Venom cannot tolerate. And so Venom begins his journey to being a hero to combat his own creation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that so. sums it up beautifully. Okay. Okay. So that, yes, <laughs> that, that is the journey we have been on. Okay. I, I'm very impressed that you got all that. I feel like me and Eli are amazing at this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I feel like when we were jumping in, like at two minutes, we're jumping into Noel and multiple symbiotes, and I'm like, I am so lost. But now <laughs> I'm <laughs> there. I'm there now. I now understand what's going on. So I guess what, what has really surprised me as, as you've gone over this is that at no point during the Avenger series did Spider-Man's suit become infected, because it seems like the way they like to really spider out their big stories, they would have done that. So I'm really surprised they didn't. I don't think they were. Well, they the main reason is Sony owns Spider-Man and Venom and all these things. And so Marvel bought got Spider-Man, but they didn't get Venom. Okay. So we may see Venom later if Sony and Marvel can strike a deal. Okay. Well, like I said, we have Venom now. Like Sony's making their own Venom. Series. But we haven't seen Spider-Man and Venom together. Right. Yeah. So we have. So 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 this is less about the narrative and more about just corporations competing as yes. why this so didn't that's happen why in the MCU. This yeah. is why it was so important for us to talk about the comics of Venom before we dive into the movies because it gives you a better understanding of the movies. Right. Eli, what are we talking about next time? Because I feel like you're going to be heading this one up. <laughs> so next time we'll be talking about uh, the creation of them and, and the God who created them um, and his uh, journey um, before he gets around to creating them, why he creates them. 
Uh, we'll talk about some of the proto symbiotes. We'll talk about the first symbiote, and then eventually um, how Venom winds up on Battle World um, in the first place. In the first place, that's right. Okay. So remember, Venom is not the first symbiote. He is the first symbiote introduced. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Introduce, but eventually we will encounter backstory of other symbiotes that preceded him. Exactly. Yes, right. uh, an entire race. Well, I've been <laughs> floored. I hope you were floored too. If you enjoyed this episode and want more on the topic, we record a special treasure room for our patrons after every episode. In the regular episode, we go deep. In the treasure room, we go wide. To enjoy the bonus content, sign up at the fluorite level or higher. There is a treasure room for every episode from August 2021 and on. That's double the content. Two episodes a week instead of one. Go to www.patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. That's floor spelled F-L-O-R-E. Select the fluorite tier or higher. Immediately after each episode is released, the treasure room will post the bonus audio on Patreon. They are identified by the tag treasure room after and the title of the episode. You can also do a search for the keywords treasure room and find all the content you've been missing. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah. And if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us, what you like about it. Maybe you even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like, and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes and we actually started a discord. So come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction, or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week... We add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. And, uh, we hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, think about your favorite part of the episode. Now think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together. <laughs>